Welcome to the Build Different Podcast. We are your hosts, Bethany and Sarah, and this is the podcast where we dig deep into the minds of fellow real estate investors and entrepreneurs. We pull back the curtains to learn all of the secrets and strategies on the road to success. We are here for part two with Matt Davies. If you haven't already, be sure to check out the previous episode to catch up on part one. We are excited to continue the conversation with Matt about why he's doing what he does and his perspective on reaching goals and enjoying accomplishments. We'll hear it now from Matt. Just to put it in perspective, not like for me, but I'm sure other people, you said you thought that like selling six houses in your first year was not good. And I think that is good. So just to put it into perspective, how long have you been doing this for now? I think this is my ninth year in real estate. If you think about it, like now, right? Like we were saying, we can look at things and we don't have to take or comp it or underwrite it all the way through to know if it's going to be something worth like spending our time on to do that. Um, but initially, at least for me, I just did ever like I just comped everything I drove everywhere I looked at all the houses I by foot yeah you went just... far not, you went wide not deep I think we all go through that right and then we kind of find out what works for us right why that's the, the activity that creates the right like okay I'm not good at that I am good at this I would say like one of the most fruitful things that I've done every year is look back on my year, like I definitely track, you know, the houses that I sell, how much I made on them and, 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 you know, and commissions, you know, I I track things so that I can go back and evaluate them and and interpret like my own data. But the key thing that I do is I try to chop off the bottom 40% of my activities that were not as fruitful for me. That's such a good idea. I found out like in 2020, I sold like 88 houses and flipped a couple and, I like 33 of those were like discount deals for like a fund or or in some way, shape or form. But, but basically long story short, like 33%, 33 of my 88 deals accounted for 8% of my income. I mean, in, in, during COVID I had like, I mowed over my house and then like eight days later, like um, to like build it had permits, right? Eight days later, everything like shut down when they're like, Oh, construction is, uh, it's essential. Okay. So mm-hmm. I went into like, I'll do anything. Like I just yeah. got to like, whatever. It takes. And you probably had Airbnbs too, right? Yeah. Well, and those and got shut down. Yeah. And then I like moved into one of them cause I didn't have a house. It was, it was a gnarly time, but it was a, um, I was not, I was just like, take it all in, whatever it is. So yeah, go to like some, some good advice for some people. I would say, track your track your numbers however small or whatever and track your activities at the end of the year you have got to recalibrate and look at what, what did i like doing what did i not like doing and there's if you're like me the things that i didn't like doing didn't weren't as fruitful as the things that i did like doing yeah so if you could do more things like i, I tell like i have a little um like big brothers big sisters like i have a little brother oh, and he's like 20 now and i'm like look the goal is to like make the most amount of money in the least amount of time and enjoy doing it. 
Like if you could do all three Perfect of those world things, again, that's, that's like, yeah. that is the goal. Right. Yeah. Uh, and anybody that says like, uh, you know, like you don't want to make money, like money equals freedom and oppor- and options and opportunities. So the more money you make, the more freedom and, and you, you have over your own, like more options. Right. Uh, so when I thought about like, when I was like new in the game, I was like, okay, well, I, I sent a mailer to this city Heights community and it was like, $120,000 condos. Right. And I had like a buyer for him. There was a play on it. It was, it was cool, but a 50 cent stamp is like a 50 cent stamp. A envelope is five cents. A, a letter that you put in is, you know, 10 cents. Like it costs the same, whether it's going to like a million dollar house or a $200,000 house or a $3 million house. So, but you can get compensated a lot more for selling a $1 million, $2 million, $3 million house as opposed to a hundred, 200, $300,000 condo. So some people gravitate, I think it's self-sabotage or um, like they don't feel like they, uh, I don't I don't know, they're, like, they're not worthy or something like that. They'll they have like some rest. kind of like barrier that they need to break through. That- yeah, yeah. I mean, for everybody does it for their own reasons, but I think it's good to like set your goals, set, set your sights on what you want and don't like pigeonhole yourself on something like, uh, I like progress. I like growth. My my career has kind of been like an organic like buildup. It hasn't been like this like lumpy thing. It's been building upon, building upon, building upon, getting more and more and more. And that's how I, I mean, I'd love to just have one of those, you know, I sold 40 houses my first year and I'm like, so I'd love to do that, but that just wasn't me. But what I've had has been steady growth and I appreciate that and I want to cultivate that, but that's come from, decide it, it's come more from deciding not to do things than it has been from deciding to do things interesting like more willpower than willpower so yeah. raise your standards set a new standard decide you know and and like the next 10 years of your life like you know the decades are going to pass right 20 to 30 30 to 40 40 to 50 50 to 60 like when are you going to do that thing that you really set out to do I, yeah. Yes. I think you got to like jump in the deep end and just like figure it out. And, and I think the whole, like the way I'm built different is everything changed for me when I stopped beating myself up because I missed my 5am workout or beating myself up because I didn't write my goals a hundred times or I didn't hit my goal or I didn't whatever. And I kind of shifted my psychology from, I'm going to put myself in a meat grinder and create something that's like, you know, successful to, Hey, like, here's where I'm at. If I can go from where I'm at to the next step, that's a win. Right. And I should feel good about that. I shouldn't feel bad about not getting four steps ahead. And literally lowering the bar for me, like allowed me to go faster because I wasn't always engulfed in such negative energy. Yeah. So like, I, one thing that like, um, like I always wanted a Porsche, right? Like it was my, my dream. I think you did it for anyone listening and not watching the video. No, no. Like got the car in the background. And it's it's not a curtain or a backdrop or a sticker. I think it's the real thing. No, it's the real thing. Um, but I thought to myself, I always wanted to have this and there's never a good time. And if, but, but it was, how do I say this? I think it's important in a small way or a big way to achieve your goals. It's not all your goals and your your like visions and things are 
meant to stay visions or some days. Like if you can achieve a goal and you're, you're training your subconscious mind that if you put your mind to something, you can create your reality. So I could do it. It felt like for a long time, I, I could do it for a long time. Right. But it felt irresponsible. But then I was like, you know what? It's never going to be worth zero. I've always wanted it. I don't want it when I'm old and I have white hair. I want it now when I'm young and I can enjoy it. And yeah. it doesn't, you know, I don't have back problems. No. So I think it's good to like achieve your dreams. And I'm way more in the, in the camp of like, it, it, you don't push yourself towards your goals. You get really clear about like what it is that you want. And then they pull you to them. And my, my mindset on like work and family and stuff, like everything changed when I had a family that was no longer about me. And that's kind of what, um, forced some results, I would say, like in, okay. in my subconscious, but having, a having like a vision of what you want your life to, like, I have a dream, uh, like dream house vision, like in my notes in my phone. And it has like all these like descriptors of like what I want, like my next house, I want to have like a grassy knoll that like dies down into a Canyon. And then there's like ocean. So like, I know the few areas where I could get so that. specific. Nice. Yeah, well, you know, I want to have like at least Grassy 10 ceilings. I want to have, you know, like single level. I want to have a pool. I want to have like, so, and not just like a pool. I want to have like a rectangle pool so I can like cover it because I have little kids, you know, it needs to be safe. So like, there's all these little like <laughs> metrics of details. Like, yeah. So it's not me pushing myself towards my goal. It's me aligning or it, it's like me aligning my reality with the visions that I've created in my head, which yeah. is more of like a yeah. pull and a push. Yeah. Would you say that where you're at now lines up with the vision that you had for yourself 10 or years ago? Always evolving. Totally. Like I went to this restaurant this morning. It's my second, year, my two-year-old's birthday today. Oh, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Thank you. I went to the restaurant that I used to work at where I met my wife. Oh. And I was thinking, because I was thinking about our podcast, and I was thinking about like what I would say. And I was thinking it would almost be a good podcast to be like, be careful where you bartend. Like, <laughs> That's because, a good Because, you know, like it the decisions you on the that you make lead into like the next ones. And then some of them, like, you know, she oh, came wow. to the restaurant that I work at and now we're married and we have three yeah. kids. So, and, wow. that's, and that's also how you decided to get into, like, got into. Yeah, yeah, like, like that that one place where I was, you know, like serving some tables, like kind of tweaked the whole trajectory of my life. And it, it doesn't really have anything to do with my now. It's not like I run the restaurant or anything. It's like I it just but but the experiences I had there tweaked the trajectory of my yeah. life. It was like pivotal. Wow. And yeah, that's crazy. But, but to answer your question, Bethany, like the the visions that I had, like, have absolutely come true. And what I have from that is kind of like more conviction that if I have a vision of something, it can come true. Like I'm more yeah. confident in my ability to create a reality mm -hmm. out of a vision that I have because I've seen it come to fruition. And that's like a really fun thing about real estate and building and new construction mm -hmm. because like I design my house and I'm looking at the house next door and the house next door. And I'm like, how do I design my house? So I have the most optimal view and privacy and um you, you know like it's the every, best of the best yeah so then you see it come to fruition and you're like that was like a long time coming and planning and everything was very intentional um so yeah I, I it's 
real estate and just the act of it, it, it has a lot. I think somebody that does like bodybuilding or something probably has like a similar thing. Like they want their body to look like a certain way. So they're going to eat the strict diet. They're going to lift these super like specific weights. And then one year, two years, three years from now, they're going to have that outcome that they like first planted the seed for like long, long ago. And we like in real estate brokerage, I would say operate on kind of like a 90 day cycle of like, you meet somebody, you uh, list their house, you sell their house. It's like kind of 90 days uh, in flipping. Maybe it's like 120 days. I would say you're like, you're going to get a house in escrow. You're going to buy, you're going to flip it. You're going to sell it. So new construction is like an 18 month cycle, you know, Mm -hmm. and then like buying and holding rentals is kind of like a perpetual cycle, right? Mm -hmm. If you want to have like 10 investment properties, I wouldn't say like, set your sights on buying five this year if you own none unless you just ipo'd and sold a company for like 50 million or 10 million 20 million one of my like things is when i got into real estate somebody told me like you're gonna have some cold winters and some hot summers you know you're gonna make a lot of money and then sometimes you're not gonna make any money so i began with the end in mind like i've got to always put myself in a secure position like so i want to buy an investment property every year and i've done that for the last four years five years and over time, it's like, wow, that like kind of like um, it, it built up. But it, yeah. if, if I told Long you five years that I'd be where I am today, I'd be like, uh, you know, like I would hope so, but but I, I wouldn't believe it. So for me, every five years, everything totally changes. Five years ago, I didn't have any kids. I didn't have any properties. Now I have kids and properties. And Yeah, you know. that's pretty life changing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. The compound effect is a is a is huge I think. it's compound yeah that's that's the word i'm searching for mm-hmm. um, yeah no, being being present is like so huge and it's funny to be a little bit older and um well i'm 32 i'm not like a little bit older but just to look at 10 years ago right 22 10 years ago i was like running around pb and like doing you know like living you know the life or whatever tv uh, life i live in PD. yeah <laughs> yeah but like being, being present in all moments is it's such a balance right i feel like you get pulled into like okay, you got to be doing this long-term thing or being all adult and being all serious, but you also have to have this mindful presence of, of enjoying this moment and being okay with it. Like I don't work on the weekends and I don't work at night because I'm like, I'm going to be on from like eight to four every day, mm-hmm. maybe a little later, maybe a little bit earlier, but the rest of the time I'm just going to like live my life. And I've actually been saying this a lot, like another mantra that I live my life by. If I got hit by a bus tomorrow, would I regret not doing it today? I love it. My my wife and I had like a couple friends, like two different friends, like last year, very tragically and very quickly die. Wow. And it really puts into perspective. Like we're playing for keeps here, you know, like what feeds your soul? You know, like what, what are you doing this for? And I'm not, I think a lot of these podcasts, it's, it's like when I do this, I, I want to have something, I want to contribute something that's original or maybe even, say something in a way that makes that resonates with somebody in a more um you know original way like in a unique way because there's a lot of people that say a lot of stuff like i want to build legacy wealth for my family right which is such a like uh shut the fuck up i heard something i heard something on that from this like rich rich uh mexican guy and he was like telling me why they don't build out of wood in mexico he was like, we build out of concrete and I'm going to build out of concrete in the United States because I don't even like the smell of wood. It doesn't last that long. I'm building for 200 years. 
I'm building this for like my family for the next 200 years. How I can't trust this wood, you know? And that was like such an interesting, I can't yeah. trust this wood. like, like you're zoomed out 200 years, dude. You have a, you have a hundred years to live, but you're zoomed out 200 years. Yeah. That's a wow. good point. That was cool. Yeah. That was the coolest thing I've ever heard about legacy wealth that made me actually think about, you know, what would I want to do? Yeah. So that's not even, that's thinking way beyond your own statue kid. of yourself. Yeah. Just the way, and and man, I think everybody's got to, I don't know, money corrupts people sometimes. Like it doesn't, I don't think it's a good thing to give kids like a ton of money. I think yeah. like, they should fight for their own. And it's also probably really intimidating to have um, a parent that's like really successful because you don't want to like live in the shadow of like what your parents have done. Right. So yeah, a lot of damaging complex dynamics there, but um but then don't you also want to give them the world at the same time yeah i think you have to show them that like if i'm going to tell you like you can do whatever you want in the world like you know like like if i would tell my kids like you can do anything that you want um who am i to say that if i haven't done that you know like if i haven't done whatever i wanted in the world like if i didn't go get a porsche like this is like like my kid loves to go sit in the porch. He, he has no idea what it is. He loves to sit. He loves to like, and it's, it's funny. <laughs> he's like, it's probably like in his DNA, like genetics, he's gravitated toward. He comes yeah. around. Or he sees you doing that. I, I know. I sit in there in the garage. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 totally. He do. loves that you love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think it's important that. that everyone enjoys the fruits of their labor. You know, we work so hard and for what? Living yeah, if you got hit by a bus tomorrow, like, what would you regret today? Not right. doing it. I think a lot of real estate, and I'll leave you on this with this, like, a lot of real estate people get into real estate and they think, like, me, 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 right? Like, you're going to hire me because I'm me because, like, me will be the one that gets the, like, <laughs> that, right? But yeah. nobody hires me yeah. because I'm me. They hire me because they trust that I can get them what they need. Right. You know? Like, they, they want me in their corner, it's not about, you know, it's, it's just like, it's so once the focus shifts off of like, oh, it's me because of like ego and like my name's on the bus bench, then it shifts into more customer service. Like, how can I go be an advocate and be like a fighter or, or like just the, the, how can I be the sharpest like representative for that? Yeah. We really hope you enjoyed that episode with Matt Davies. There were so many takeaways. Be sure to connect on Instagram at matt.davies.sd and built.different.podcast. Until next time.